Kretschmer, CEO of the Universal Women's Network, Woman of Inspiration Awards, and support her. This is the Woman of Inspiration podcast, featuring business leaders, entrepreneurs, and change makers who lead, inspire, and motivate. Tune in as we put women into the spotlight. Listen to the inspiring interviews of women paving the path for others to follow. Learn the career paths, leadership wisdom, and stories of women who lead by example and inspire us to dream big. Get ready to be inspired. My name is Monica Kretschmer, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Universal Women's Network, and this is the Woman of Inspiration podcast, where we speak with women who lead, inspire, and motivate. Today, it is my absolute pleasure to be speaking with Natasha Bridgemahan, and Natasha is the President and Chief Visionary Officer of the Bridge Group of Companies. So welcome, Natasha. I know we had a little bit of a chit chat in the green room before we started today, just about where you started your journey. So I'd like to pick up that conversation um, and start from there today um, and share that journey with our listeners. So I thought it would be, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here, Um, you know, being part of a woman's a circle of professionals and entrepreneurs and like-minded women that are just thriving in, you know, society in any type of industry. It's really exciting to share a lot of knowledge. And I really do believe that knowledge is power and knowledge acquired must be shared. That's just my, one of my fundamental philosophies as a entrepreneur. So I thought before I explain a little bit about my journey, it actually started about you know 21 years ago in my bedroom so i thought why not have my background um a little bit about my you know uh where i started was in my bedroom it wasn't this bedroom i was a lot younger it was and it was a lot smaller but it was i was pregnant with my first child who was now 21 years old and i was pretty much reading this magazine called profit 100 for women and uh, and, and how these women across Canada were being recognized in the financial industry and, and what their staple was all about and how successful they were. And I was working at a company um, as a credit analyst and I, I was I was thriving, I was doing well. I, I, I was one of one of the employees that really set the bar and, and had a great relationship uh, with my um, CFO, but I was stuck. It was either my CFO, my CFO, CFO, sorry, eventually goes and I'll be taking over that. And that's like 10, 20 years down the road. And I didn't really want it to wait so long to achieve success. And I was telling my husband and I was flipping through these pages. Like, I think I want to get into finance. I think I want to get into investments. I think I want to change lives. I want to find a way to leverage money and have it grow really fast and how to, and what to do with that money. And and he said, and I, and he said, well, what do you want to do? I go, I want to quit my job. And he's like, but you're pregnant and we're having a baby and we just bought a house. And I'm like, don't worry, we'll find a way where there's a will, there's a way. So I resigned from my, from my position. And since then, you know, 20 years later, you know, I have a very diversified company over 30, 30 full-time staff members, 
10 sales individuals. So we've really, really um, expanded. And, and I really wanted to do something as an immigrant um, into this country and being here for almost over 42 uh, years, I really wanted to be a, a game changer. I wanted to be a trailblazer and I wanted to do things for my family and my friends and help them achieve in whatever financial goals and and and, and achievements that they wanted to uh, aspire to and I thought about how to do that and as I read through this magazine and I surrounded myself with subject matter experts and mentors that were 10 15 20 years in the business and and back then it was all you know Caucasian men it, it, it was it was a male dominant industry it's definitely uh came its way it's still male dominant but there's a lot of women in call of color there's a lot of women in the industry and i really wanted to do great things in the financial world and and doing and thinking about how my journey as a young woman in their 20s and then her 30s and now in her four mid 40s it really inspired me at a young age to see how much power money has and what it can achieve for us as humans, human being, if we're able to make really smart decision in planning, because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So that's another one of my, you know, I love, I love a lot of metaphors. I'm into acronyms. I'm into affirmations. That's who I am. And my room has become my safe space. It's my sanctuary. It's where I, it's where from, I was a little girl, I started writing diaries. I started writing my gratification journal. I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of self-reflection i took you know deep naps and uh, throughout the day and it really propelled me to become so intellectually driven in my in, in my mind where i'm always thinking about great ideas and plans and opportunities in terms of growing my business and helping canadians and now we're helping individuals all over north america so it's really great so yeah that's my journey it's 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 been you know, I've come from a, uh, we're, we're first time, um, we're first generation uh, Canadians. Uh, and it's, 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 it's a, it was a wonderful journey to learn and, and, and transition into uh, a culture that's very civilized. We've come from a third world country, South America, and being able to bring those two cultures together allowed me to blossom and really showcase my talent. And I was very blessed to surround myself with individuals were very supportive like my grandparents and my parents and my friends and my professional colleagues who who saw the spark in me and really propelled and encouraged me and they were all my cheerleaders and to have that support network system it it only made it more my journey a lot more fun uh, in terms of where I am now looking back so if you are you know in your 20s 30s even if you're 40s and you want to start your own business now the sky is the limit, ladies. Just set yourself up, have a really great business plan, surround yourself with subject matter experts, create a list, continue that list of questions. And, you know, when in doubt, spit it out. Remember the word fail, all it means is first attempt in learning. That's exactly what it means. And I, I, I want to continue to inspire women of color, all women, young, old, children senior citizens i'm an advocate for senior citizens too as well so it's really great to be able to have that knowledge and share that knowledge like one of my purpose of life being a human being is to serve mankind by providing my knowledge that i that i'm really good at which is making money i make people money and i save people money 
and I help them in all of their financial goals. And, and I love it. I really love it. Well, I can see your passion and I can feel the energy coming, like jumping through the screen. And <laughs> those of you that are watching, I, I'm sure they'll agree that you are on your path and there is there you're you know your purpose and you know when you and i um had a little bit of a chat in the green room before you said that was always a part of you um you know the numbers piece and so you know we talk about women in every stage of transition in their life but do you remember when you were 12 what you wanted to be when you grew up did this how did that path happen so that's that's a really good question you know i'm sure we can all agree when we're younger we wanted to be more than one one type of uh professional or art artist or so forth and i had to and i stuck with that too even when i was like eight nine years old according to my parents but i do have vivid memories of you know writing in my journal speaking to my uh, counselors in high school you know having real visuals of where my life would be and ironically even though it's not where i thought i was going to be it's exactly where i want to be i wanted to be either a doctor or a lawyer mm -hmm. and i and the reason why i chose those two careers was because lawyers help by educating and protecting and doctors help by serving and preventing and ironically i'm doing exactly that right now i am a financial doctor i heal individuals that are suffering from financial crisis bankruptcies consumer proposals debt consolidation i help those that are financially savvy have them become financially wealthy those who are financially wealthy have them become financially uh, multi-millionaires in terms of a lawyer, I, I, I'm, a, I'm an executive partner in a law firm and we're launching it just this May. And even though I'm not a, I'm not giving legal advice, but to be a partner of a, you know, law firm, that is just phenomenal. And I'm able to, to, to provide my services and, and, and still have my passion and what I really want to do by being creative. And I, I'm an out of box thinker, I'm a risk taker. So I find ways that to, to navigate and, and have my dreams transition to goals. And if you're a person that says, Natasha, oh, that sounds too good to be true. Or how are you gonna do that? I can't see that happening. I would be that person to say, watch me. You know what I mean? I will do it. I will thrive where there is a will, there's a way. As long as you're doing something that has meaning and purpose in life, and it is, it has a lot of benefit towards others in the community, you you can reach and achieve anything like so yeah i think i've achieved what i wanted to be and I, and I still want to do more things and i have my bucket list but i think about 12 years old is where i i really felt that inner calling that subconscious i was my parents and my grandparents so you were old soul like i i really believe that because i've always kind of uh, magnified myself towards seniors I have my grandparents lived with me. Now my grandfather has passed on. My grandmother's passed on. My grand grandmother's sister is living with me. She's from England. We took her over here. So I've always energized myself around individuals that are 40, 50 years, my seniors, and I gravitated towards them. They've taught me wisdom. They've taught me philosophy. They've taught me the connection of human energy and human power in relationship. And I think I really matured very, very, very fast. 
And you know, it was it was a really good experience, but at the same time, it was horrible. I, in terms of being around my same age group, uh, you know, there was not a lot of connection, and you know, I was teased, I was mocked, I was envied. Um, I w- it was hard. That was the hardest part is is surrounding myself with individuals my age, and even up to now, um, it's 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 always been a challenge. But you can't have everything in life, you know, and you don't want to be the jack of all trades, master of none pick your calling pick your purpose and 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 surround yourself with those and your, your network does not have to be millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people or even hundreds of people even if you have one or two close allies and and whether it be your spouse or your children or your best friend or our uh, you know a professional mentor as long as you have that circle um and it's really tight and it's unbreakable even when things are down when even when you make a mistake I think that's really, really important for entrepreneur women who have a really drive for success and has busy calendars and and and, and multiple goals and setbacks and challenges and competition. It's really good to have that close circle of people around you. Well, that was just a conversation I was having just a couple hours ago. Actually, was about the success um, ambition driven women that the circles of influence are usually quite a bit smaller and the mm-hmm. spare time the very you know very uh little bit of spare time there is it's family it's in a circle it's self-care there's there's no there's it's very um how would you say it's very purpose driven there's no time wasted because you realize the value of every minute every hour uh that you have that you could actually be productive and, and build relationships because that's one of the barriers i i that most of the women um that we talk to is if we can just invent a day eight boy oh boy <laughs> we can get or, so- or the clock is more than 24 hours and you don't you're not yawning after 12 hour days so absolutely you know you hit it in the nail and to me health is wealth over money even though i love the power of money and compounding and how it, it you know there's a there's a common saying money's the root of all evil I, and i really believe that to be untrue mm-hmm. I, I think money becomes evil when you do bad things with it you know there's so much good you can do with money it's unbelievable and you know speaking about time time is everything and i I tell my kids and my husband and we all have the same belief and it's so amazing that they've recognized it at such a young age that you only have one life to live you know and when you think about the past it brings you too many tears because you have some regrets and what if could have should have if you think about the future too much it brings you fears you know, that is why today is a gift. It's so important. That's why they call it the present, right? So it's so, so important for us as human beings to really gravitate towards our true purpose and why we're here on planet Earth. Because I have, you know, I have lost a lot of close people in my life. Just last year, we had seven deaths in seven months, including uh, my brother-in-law, who was 42 years old, and my cousin-in-law, who was 28 years old, and my aunt who was 65 young young ambitious loving amazing human beings and it really kind of just shakes you to your core and brings you back to reality like don't sweat the small stuffs and you know don't surround yourself with people who are like vampires and suck your energy um and it's so 
good to understand that, you know, it's important to stop to smell the roses. Like I'm a person, I love the rain. I will dance in the rain. I will play in the rain. I'm a person that I love to watch the sunset and the sunrise. I can stare at it all day. I just enjoy the simple things in life. And it's okay to have really nice clothes and have a nice house and have a nice vehicle. That is what, you know, we are are able to do if we're able to afford it. And there's nothing wrong. And no one should ever apologize for owning nice things and being successful. It's how you appreciate it and how you showcase it is what sets you apart from, you know, the, the typical uh, in the typical ones that are are you know not necessarily thoughtful of others around them so i really believe in that like time is just you can't get back time you just can't so i do have to ask you are so purpose-driven you have so many things on the go you're incredibly inspiring so how i do have to ask what or you know if you were to sort of look at your day to day what is that one thing that you do every single day to keep yourself focused, keep yourself present and keep yourself motivated even through the tough times? Can I answer it in two parts? Absolutely. Okay. So I actually, to start my day, I believe in planning. It is so key. So I start my, I'm part of the five, a.m. club and there's nothing wrong if you're not part of the 5 a.m. club i believe there's night owls and there's like there's there's day owls and so i'm an early bird so i'm a 5 a.m riser and basically i have two parts of how i start my day and it's actually uh, one word it's called time management and in the morning i have my morning personal rituals things that i do to, we talked about self-care and it's really important that I get my Zen on, that I am physically, mentally, psychologically, and spiritually for those who are spiritual. I, I make sure that I connect all my senses and bring myself into the present day before I do part two, which is my business plan. Cause I do have a very busy executive calendar. I do work 70 hour work weeks. I travel uh, quite often and I, and I have a really big client base that requires and demands a lot from me. So I have to be able to, to get my groove on. So the first thing I do, I wake up and you know, I, I it's, it's really actually very silly, but I sometimes, but I do have my ritual. I go to the washroom, I do my business. I wash my face and I brush my teeth. And then I go straight into my, um, my Zen and my spiritual yoga prayer room. And I, in that prayer room, I have a lot of amazing tools that I use, uh, which is my meditation beads, which is my affirmations all over the walls. I have a whole bunch of them, uh, which is my spiritual books that, that sometimes I will read read from that. And I also practice silence and silence, just silence. Sometimes I just sit, close my eyes. I play some meditation music. Every morning's different, what, depending on the Zen. Do I wanna read? Do I wanna write in my gratification journal that morning? And I also have my yoga mat right there. Sometimes I will stretch and lie and in silence and listen to meditation. I will multitask, but it's all about multitasking for my bringing my Zen and my energy together. Once I'm done, and it's usually about, and it all depends on my energy and my mood. Uh, sometimes I need a little bit more self-care. Sometimes I'm there for half an hour. Sometimes I'm only there for five minutes, but I know I feel my energy and I feel when I'm ready to get up, to crush it for the day. Then after that, I come 
I, I shower. I've already set my clothes and my outfit out from the night before because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I'm not one of those women who are going to stay in the closet all day, throw things all over the place because I don't know what I want to wear. I've already set. I've already looked at my calendar. I know who I'm meeting and I know how I have to present myself and I take my shower and I'm there. I'm a, I, I used to love hot shower. And as you learn about your, your physiology and your body, um, I've gone to hot to lukewarm and sometimes cold now. It's really actually really good for the body. And then I self care in my face and my, and my important, you know, um, creams that I need uh, to as well. And, and I will sit down, I have a beautiful little bench and I'll play. And all this is that's happening, shower and outside, I'm playing Zen music. And again, sometimes if I'm really, really happy, I'll play the happy song. Sometimes when I'm Zen, I'll play like really Zen music. Sometimes when I feel romantic, it's my birthday or it's my husband's birthday, it's Valentine's Day, I'll play romantic music. It doesn't matter. There's no right and wrong, but it gets me into a mood and it sets the tone for success. Then after that, I go into my computer at home. I check my calendar. I look, I, I'm already setting myself of what's happening. My calendar shared and, and explains to me what's happening with my family versus my business. Then I go downstairs. I make, I make a breakfast. I make lunch for my children. Well, I have one, a 15 year old. Now my daughter is older. She's 21. And I talk to my grandma, I talk to my cats. I have literally for those who are animal lovers i'm some of you who don't might laugh at us but i actually have full-blown conversations with my animals like you know i will talk to them and you know we will chat in the morning and and from there i you know i will start my car i will try to do everything as much as i can that's automation and then i'm off to work so that's part one you know the end one of the rituals i have before we leave our home is we all have to not have to but we practice this since we were young as a family always we either give high fives or hugs but always leave the house we'll say i love you have mm. a great day i love you have a great day and then we go to we yeah we, we then i go to work and then i do another planning uh, at work i actually really i have three assistants i have a business assistant a personal assistant and I have a sales assistant and I'm very, even though I'm sharing these assistants with my vice president, who happens to be my husband, um, we are very blessed to have these wonderful women in our lives because I really don't know what I would do if one of them was to ever call in sick because we're so busy. And I would plan with them and we would plan our day and and I would, I plan my day up to fifth, every 15 minutes. That's how busy I am. I never have an empty slot spot in my desk in terms of my time log calendar, never. So it's, and it's been like that for, I would say for the last seven years of my life. And I'm not complaining about it because I, it's, I'm truly blessed to be busy. And I, I know how lucky I am and how grateful I am and how fast I can just go in life, right? So I plan every 15 minutes. I have alarms that are set. I have great assistance and, and I have a philosophy and a, a you know process and automation in our businesses and, and, it, and it works and it works really, really, really well. and. And we do it all over again every single day. And we have a family calendar. We meet every Sunday. We are all talking about the week. So a lot of different things that we, we do. And again, I, I'm going to say it quite often. You're going to hear it. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And it does not have to be a blown out meeting with your family. It's just a little bit of planning meetings throughout the mornings of the day. We have a WhatsApp group. And, you know, I was really, really 
diff- hard in understanding what's what's what WhatsApp is about. Um, and you know, I met my husband when there was no emails or cell phones. We used to write love letters, so it's very different. And it was hard for me to get into it, but we have a WhatsApp group message for our family. We chat between it throughout the day, so not everybody has to be able to pick up the phone because everybody's go 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 go. And you know, that's how I live my life. It's it's very scheduled. Yes, it's very pre-planned. But I do, ladies, have days where there's no rules. I won't brush my teeth. I'm in my pajamas. I'm laying in um, or having a lion, like my English grandmother would say, having a lion, um, you know, with my husband on a Sunday morning. So I do break the rules per se, but I try to keep it consistent as much as I can to achieve as much as I can on this planet and be able to do as much as I can to help others, serve others, change lives, and just, just feel good about myself. I love your schedule, especially the talk to the animals piece. That <laughs> I think that's great. I mean, they're I would never be mad at you. They don't talk back. <laughs> For those who have teenagers, I'm sure you're like, yeah, I get it. I... <laughs> and, and you know, whatever routine, if, if all of the women that I spoke with, um, you know, there's there's that sacred space because once your day starts you can never really get it back and so carving out that time first thing in the morning before everybody else is awake it's kind of your time it's like the golden hour um i know that one of i i love that time in the morning but if i don't get my full i need nine hours of sleep so if i don't get to bed the night before i'm encroaching on that time in the morning it doesn't happen because I actually need that time and I will take that sleep time as self-care. Anyways, um, yeah, I love the routine. And it's, it, I, 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 you are right. Everybody has their, 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 their sleeping clock, you know, some are six hours, seven hours, eight hours. Um, I'm just a different type of beast. I don't know why I, I don't drink coffee. Um, I don't smoke. I don't take anything energy pills. I, I've just, I've always had this energy, uh, and and yeah, it has slowed down since I've been in my 40s. And you know, I put on a few pounds COVID. Um, but I, I, for me, for my mental, for my mental self care, for my peace of mind, for me, wiring down and kind of cooling and de-escalating from the day is this is my room uh, you know my daughter bought me this this amazing light system this galaxy light it, it makes you feel like you're looking at the outdoors it has the it has the stars and the galaxy and it changes different colors i put it on i would also i believe in a lot of um you know infusion oils so i will put on like peppermint or lavender eucalyptus is really good too sometimes if i have a headache i'll put it in my head and, and i'll read a book i'll pick up a really good sometimes a really good raunchy romantic book if i really want to go that way or you know a self-care book or a, you know learning about being a better parent being a better sibling being a better spouse i've been i've been with my husband for 21 years we've been married 29 years we've been together and you know, we've gone through a lot of ups and downs in, in life. And, you know, there was times where I thought we would never be together. And that D word came up a few times. And um, looking back at it, hmm. you know, you have to go through, you have to go through hardships, you know, and it's so important when you're 
an entrepreneur and you're you have more response we're women and, and as women we have so much more responsibility unlike unlike our our opposite sex the male we were we're built different you know or everything is different about us and we are very highly emotional intelligent beast beings and we are if you're a parent it's even that dynamic of responsibility is even more hard on us you know we're doctors for our children we're nurses for our children we're educators to our children and even 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 to our husbands too as well they rely on us too is because we we have the more emotional intelligence and with all respect to all the men out there there are a lot of amazing men who have amazing emotional intelligence level but women overall are, are built different and we have more empathy and more compassion and it's 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 hard it's it's, it's a very hard ride being a woman but the, the the journey and the experience is is definitely um outweighs those, some of those challenges of being a woman so you started into something and you talked about your husband so i wanted to segue to that um you know we just we're celebrating international women's month and today and every day in our world it's celebrate women is really important so what i would love to hear from you is why is it so important for men to play a role as a champion for women so <laughs> Ironically, and this is the honest to God truth, my husband is born on March the 8th. So, yeah. So March the 8th is International Women's Day. And his first child was a woman, you know, and um, a girl who's now a woman, young woman, my daughter, our daughter. And since then, he's always understood. When he was younger, he didn't appreciate it. He didn't understand. It was like, why do I, everyone's celebrating Women's Day. I'm a guy, it's my birthday when he was younger, but as he grew into becoming a young man and, and we fell in love and we got married and we had children and he, and, and from the time he met me, I was a, I was full of energy. I was a powerhouse in so many ways in terms of what I wanted to do. And, and I could be very intimidated, but he loved that energy about me and he, and that's what drew him uh, towards me. And he's been a, he's a great, great uh, supporter. He understands um, he has a really, I think it, it, it has a lot to do with his brought up, see how he was brought in his values. He has a really amazing, um, I would say intimate relationship with his mom at, at emotional level. They're very tight. They're very close. And I've always respected that because I've, I have a great relationship with my mom and, and His mom was a very hardworking woman and he's always had his mother's back. He's always had his sister's back. And, and I was lucky to get, I was I'm very lucky. And, 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 and he really supports us. And how does he support us? I, my husband has never, ever told me you can't do, you can't do that, Natasha. You're, or you're not allowed to do that. Or I think you're going in and over your head. He would always say, listen, if this is what you want to do, I support you. However, I want to talk, let's talk about the pros and cons. Have you thought about it? Have you thought about what, how it might affect our family or how it might affect your health or how it might affect, you know, all of your other goals and, or I really think this is great because he would never, ever, ever tell me no, no, it would, it would be a collective team decision because we are, we are everything we do together. We support one another. And even if we don't support one another, we will, we will be able to 
have an outlet where we would have a safe space to have that conversation and talk about it and say, hey, I'm really not down with this. This is not my vibe. You know, I'm going to support you either way. You're, you're the love of my life. I love you. You know, know, know that I'm here, but I just be mindful. It, you know, he's, he's really great that way. And, and in all of my adventures in life, whether it's business, whether it's personal, whether it's relationships, whether it's children, and we've always, you know, co-parented together. Like that was a rule that we've had. Like, even though our, our kids try to, to, to kind of, you know, um, play us against each other, uh, we were too smart for that. So if the co-parenting really worked. That was something where we, we stood our ground and we had the same, we decided to have the same rules. And if we didn't agree, we would, we would have private conversations away from the kids. So that, that was really good at being a co-parent and being on the same plane and, and not making our kids we never put our kids number one in our life. We we were always able to put ourselves first, just like the airplane. When you hear the 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 announcements, you know, if the oxygen mask you know falls down, put it on first before you put it on your child. So we were we were we're all about self care and taking care of ourselves first, and then our children. Because you're not any good to your children if you're not mentally, physically, and psychologically fit you know, to be the best person you can, even in your bad days. You know what I mean? So I'm very lucky. I, I, I and listen, I can tell you other things. I, I, I have challenges with my husband, but when it comes to being, you know, pro woman and, and, and receptive in terms of, you know, being with a woman that's full of a lot of energy and that's very strongly opinionated and who is, you know, a boss lady, he's, he's, he is my biggest, biggest cheerleader, my biggest supporter my most important confidant my best friend he, he is very very important to me in life like i really value our relationship he's a good person very good person well i hope that he's going to be um hearing this podcast afterwards and i have a feeling you're going to get a, a really nice dinner or a foot rub or something <laughs> immediately following i hope um but you know it is a conversation that we're starting to have more and more because in order it was 286 years until globally we can achieve um, equality. And, you know, women, women down the road, um, you know, we're just not going to get there fast enough. Why not include half the population to the conversation as our allies? We work together um, and, and everyone plays a role. So it's not up to committee. So we'd love to hear how empowering that message is. Because I think we need to talk about that more and the role that men play um, for, for us to succeed. It's not an us versus them. So very powerful. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I know that you're very, you've got a plan to you, a plan for getting up, a plan for business, a plan for your relationship, a plan for your family. What about your plan when you actually reach those milestones. I'd like to talk to you about why it's important to celebrate the achievements of women. And that's the first part. And what do you do to celebrate your milestones and, and your successes? So I don't believe in milestones. Um, I. I used to believe in reaching milestones and, and celebrating milestones. I am a goal setting person. I do believe in reaching goals. And it, the reason why I don't believe in milestones is I've, I've went through a lot in, in my career. I've went through a lot of setbacks. I've, I, I have 
I had a lot of a lot of teachable moments more than my big wins, and uh, my wins were big. And there, uh, and I celebrate wins, mm. small wins, big wins, and I celebrate those wins. I, I I've I've learned to be content in regards to you know being where I'm at. I do set goals. I set financial goals. I set retirement planning goals. I set business income goals. And you know, traditionally, like any business, uh, when we do reach those milestones, we do celebrate it with our staff. We give back to our staff by way of bonuses and other incentives. We do quarterly meetings. We're a sales company, so we celebrate in those in those uh, aspects. But for me, personally, um, you know, whatever wins I may have in life, whether it's you know, a health win or a business win, I celebrate. I celebrate life. That's what I celebrate. And I and I started off by the first quarter of the year. I call my priest, and our priest will bless our home. We bless our home annually. We bless our office annually. So that's a that's a celebratory that we do every year for reaching our milestones or our wins per se. And then it, it really really depends. Uh, if 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 it's if it's a really big win, you know, we'll go for dinner. Um, we will share our win with our staff or our colleagues or our family members. I'm very humble about my my milestones. I really don't advertise it. I, 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 I like I said, I'm really in tune with what life really means and how short it really is to enjoy all these milestones. So instead of showcasing or celebrating it, I really, I would, I do a lot of humanitarian work. I would give back as much as I can, taking care of seniors and and youths in terms of we're, we're having a financial literacy boot camp in march break coming up where we're you know teaching children how to be financially um independent as they grow and learning the basic fundamentals of financial one-on-one so those are my wins when i when i'm financially successful or i'm being recognized and being awarded uh in receiving different awards i like to give back so that's how i celebrate um my wins and as long as i get hugs and kisses from my from my circle and i like foot rubs and head rubs that's that's really and just just simple things like mom you rock i am so proud of you or my husband saying wow you look um, sexy with your outfit i love your book or i can't believe that you are you are doing um this uh, you know you make me so proud you I, just stuff like that just words of affirmations is really what i love when i'm celebrating my wins beautiful and so you know who were the women in your world that really inspire you you know you must have some role models that you really ins that inspire you um tell us about those women so you know throughout my for, I'll, I'll be 45 this year. So throughout my 45 years of living on planet Earth, I, you know, I, I believe, do you believe sometimes people come in your life for reasons for in certain seasons? So I've had a string of amazing, beautiful women and I've had, I've still have the, some of these same women around me, but like today I would say my woman, woman that has inspired me is my daughter right now. She's 21 years old. And, you know, she has taught me so much about so much. And I, I look up to my daughter. I, 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 she's, she, she's a trendsetter in, in her era, in, in her generation. And the things that they, she teaches me and, and the conversations I have, I really value my daughter's opinion. And she's, uh, you know, very mature for her age. My, my mother, 
my mother, you know, is everything to me and and she's my confidant. I can go and have a very mature conversation with her about anything and everything. And and she's taught me so much about the power of human connections and relationships and hard work and, 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 and the importance of being a mom and being there for your children and having that open door policy and that trust and, you know, so my mom, my grandmother, oh wow, she's she's no longer here, but she couldn't read or write, but she was the most respected person in her family. And she's taught me so much values that I think I will take, you know, to my grave. You know, one of the thing is humility, um, loyalty, um, being gracious, um, having gratitude, thinking of others, being mindful of your tongue watching what you're saying, um, being mindful for those around you and their social status and how what they have accomplished, being humble about your wins and your milestones and your, and your blessings around you and how financially successful you are. And, 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 and just, just being present in someone's space when they're speaking to you and acknowledging them and, and, and learning to having active listening skills and not speaking about yourself, yourself, yourself. And, I've learned that with my grandmother because, you know, before anyone that were having problems or wanted to divorce, they would come to my grandma. She was the she was the healer in relationships and medicine and sickness. She just knew so much. She was born in 1919, and and they say that that era is the greatest generation of all time. No TVs, no electronics. You know, vehicles were were only given to those who were really wealthy, and so she really taught me a lot. And then. I have a few mentor, some businesswomen that are, you know, they've accomplished way more than me. And, and the respect that they have for me and the respect I have for them is amazing. And, and the energy that they bring is really great. And cousins, I love them. They're hilarious. And, and, you know, they've done well in their life too, as well. So different, different individuals. And I also, there are celebrities that we know that we follow. I, I, I love, I, I love Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey, Teresa, um, Mother Teresa is someone that I looked up to and reading a lot about Princess Diana, stuff like that. There's a lot of different, you know, women of power that we know um, that's in the main, you know, in the mainstream world. It's just, it's just, there's not one person that I that I really connect to, but I do have my circle that I, that I that I'm bond for life. What I find so interesting is you're an inspiring woman. Just listening to you and everything that you've achieved and your mindset. Um, you know, and the inspiration where you um, gather your inspiration is, is that that ripple effect of the podcast, you know, even once this goes live and people are like, wow, what an incredible woman. It's like, we have no idea the ripple effect of how many people it touches. And, and it's just like, you know, a, a little drop in the water. It just continues to grow. So, you know, I really just love having the opportunity to sit down and chat with women like yourself who've achieved success, have a bigger vision, are living their purpose and, and really inspired by, you know, just the really, you know, truest kind of forms of inspiration, which, um, you know, sometimes people take for granted. And, you know, it's like, to hear you talk about your daughter and, and your mother and your inner circle and stuff, you know, it's it's amazing the wisdom that is transferred to us, but also seeing how you're transferring that as well. I, you know, it's 
the ripple effect is what I call. So anyways, it's really, really beautiful um, to have this conversation with you. I would love to find out, and this is one of my very last questions. Um, this is the Woman of Inspiration podcast, Natasha. And I always ask this question because I, I love to hear the answer is, what is your definition of a woman of inspiration? <clears throat> My definition of a woman of inspiration is someone who has the ability to inspire those around them. When they walk into a room, they're able to capture the the energy in the room and bring positivity into someone's life. A woman of inspiration is a person who wants everyone around them to grow and inspire to be the best person that they can be. A woman of inspiration is someone who is can see no color or no barriers when dealing with someone. Uh, a woman of inspiration can is a person that can sit in front of a murderer or sit in front of a priest or you know sit in front of you know someone that is powerful in this world and still be true to their values and their uh, and and still be able to earn and garnish respect from those individuals a woman who knows where they're going uh, a woman who knows their journey and knows their road and knows their direction and does not stray or get intimidated by anyone or anything or any obstacles they find a solution they're calm they're collective they're able to inspire others by leading by example and believing in you know persistent wears down resistance and and surrounding by positive energy a person that is able to attract good even in an environment that is bad and there's so many things a, a woman of inspiration can do but that's really who i am and I, I i can i can i can sit around a room of anyone and be able to form a conversation and garner their respect because i don't i'm not here to judge who am i i'm not perfect so you know and I, everybody has a journey and every everyone has a reason for and i also believe that good people also can do bad things and forgiveness is the one of the most powerful character traits a human being can aspire like if you understand what forgiveness really really means you can get it you can remove all the dark clouds in your life and you can your path is going to be even brighter and more successful faster and and a lot of people set themselves up for failure because they just don't understand what forgiveness is really all about and, and and that energy of negativity and sucking you in that warp of you know thinking of what others think about you or what they've done done to you and how they've hurt you that's on them that's on them you know you control your own happiness you control your results and it took me a long time and i'm still learning but it took me a long time to understand what the true meaning of forgiveness is so that's, that's yeah. those are certain things and I, and I love that, um, but I would love to know how you have overcome some of those barriers. Um, you, you talk about the resilience piece and then, you know, always looking forward. So you've got to have developed some sort of a little bit of a 
you know, a trigger that says, okay, this is that feeling you're going to go into that mode and you're going to look forward, not backwards. What, how, how would you sort of describe that to somebody that is going through a transition, which is hard, um, for them to actually, you know, kind of not get stuck. So there are a few relationship, um, fundamental tools and values that I follow and you know it helps you know we didn't talk about this a lot and hopefully they can come back on and we will talk about this but I actually suffer from depression since I was a little girl and um I I've always you know gravitated and trying to please others and and people liking me and so some of the things that I've done to help overcome these challenges is a lot of us will agree you know, we all have family members and sometimes they're not your best, you know, cheerleaders. They don't want to see you be successful or they're jealous or envious or, or they're, they're just not really nice around you. And you feel the energy and you feel that you're always going to have, you're never, they're never going to be content or happy with you. For those individuals, you know, you try. I have a three strike rule with anybody in life. You know, I'll try once, I'll try twice. And after third times, I'm out. You learn to love them from a distance. Mm. You know, family, it's really hard to cut out family unless they've done something really devastating, but you learn to love them from a distance and don't spend your time and energy chasing them. So that's the first first kind of thing I under, I've understood to master. Love those you love from a distance that they cannot, that cannot love you as for who you are. And for professional individuals that are not really, um, really, good around you and you but you really need to kind of work with them you have to learn to set barriers and mm -hmm. how you know when you meet them where you meet them what conversations you're having with them you know set the tone for who's in charge and you know own your narrative and own that conversation so that's what i've learned unfortunately sometimes you can't fire your clients you can't fire your you know your accountant if they're in the middle of doing something for you and i have a great accountant by the way i love you william but i'm just saying there's there's just things you, you can't control um people's behaviors but you can control the narrative and you can control how things are going to go so i've learned that you know and i'm also a cne which is a certified negotiation expert so i'm really good at negotiating what i want and keeping yeah. the tone and keeping the environment there and you know for social life there's you know if you have girlfriends and you know boyfriends that are just pulling you down they're vampire sucking but sometimes they're really great to be around with because they're just they're just great great comedians and they're they keep you alive you know, there's a time and place for that. So you don't have certain conversations with them. You don't talk to them about your professional life and where you're going, or even sometimes your personal life. You're going there, you have a, you know, a glass of a drink, you go watch movies, you know, you shoot, you, you shoot the crap, you talk, you have light, fluffy conversation because they're, they're full of wonderful energy, but they're great. But after two hours, you're done. So again, it's really, it, it depends who you have these relationships with and, 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 and how much energy and time you want to spend with them. We go back about, we, we're going back all about time, 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 time. So you have to, and then sometimes there are people that you just have to cut. They, we, we talked about people coming in your life for seasons and for, for different reasons. Those ones are, those are the seasonal ones and you cut them out and that's it. You wish them well. You don't speak about them. You don't speak ill about them. You don't think negative thoughts about about them. You just wish them well. That was their journey. That was their journey. And it's ended. And that's it. Move on. Love it. So we've got a lot of wisdom here um, in this past 45 minutes. 
great, great podcast, Natasha. I truly do um, respect you being so authentic. Um, I, I think we touched on a little bit of the personal, the business, the family, the love, the boundaries really, you know, savor those moments of forgiveness and taking the higher ground. Um, truly remarkable. What is one thing that you'd love to leave the guests with today? If, you know, words of wisdom, um, you know, just to, you know, inspire hope, um, really to, to set another woman up for success. If you have a dream and that dream, you've been dreaming it all your life, that is a sign that you have an opportunity to turn that dream into a goal. And once you begin your journey in terms of goal setting, remember that anything in life that is full of wins and milestones, nothing comes easy that is that is worth it. There's There's hard work around it. But I can promise you, if you create your journey in and you create your vision with those around you that are your cheerleaders and you set yourself up for a mission of success, including planning, nothing can stop you. Not even death, not even, you know, a death in terms of a loss of a loved one, not even financial challenges, not even a divorce, not even health problems. You got, you will, you will, you will, you will try, you will crush it and you will be able to reach those, their goals, uh, your goals. And I really want you to really understand that your, your success is on you and no one else, no one else can stop your path of success. There will be roadblocks, there will be mountains, there will be valleys and hills, but understand that your success is on you your how you create your energy of success is on you and don't let anyone ever ever tell you that you cannot do something that you have dreamt about all your life that would be my message and i think that was the beginning message was um go fiercely towards your dreams i mean um that's the fuel that was a fuel for you is don't tell me that i can't do it because i'm going to prove you wrong and <laughs> That's a great way to end. I, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for sharing this time and sharing your words of wisdom and really giving us a sneak peek into what makes you and what has built your success and um, what, what you really stand for, um, for your business, for your community, for your family. I really appreciate this authentic conversation with you today. Um, Natasha, for those that are listening and they're like, I would love to get a hold of this woman. I would love to hear more, learn more about her business. How can they get a hold of you? So um, you can Google me, Natasha Bridge Mohan. You can YouTube me, Natasha Bridge Mohan, or you can call me toll free at 1-866-553-7467, 1-866-553-7467. Or you can email me at Natasha at the bridge that's two G's, no E's in the middle. That's Natasha at thebridgegroup.ca. I would love to, you know, um, meet any one of you who would love to 
uh, have a chat with me and, and, and ha- I would love to learn about your story and your, and your journey. And, but yeah, uh, you can find me on the World Wide web. <laughs> Amazing. And you're also on LinkedIn as well. If you have somebody reaching out, yes, to you on I'm LinkedIn. on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yes. You name it. All the social media icons. You can find me. Well, thank you so much. And again, um, thank you so much for joining the Woman of Inspiration podcast. You truly are a woman of inspiration. And we're looking forward to having you part of our Changemaker book um, that we'll be publishing very soon. So thank you so much. Excited about the journey ahead and, you know, inspiring women to, you know, step into their greatness on the spotlight and um, choose success on their own terms. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you, Monica. Thank you for this opportunity. And stay beautiful, women, always.